0: And so it begins. No one knows its secrets. It's like nothing you've ever gone after before. You make me want to be a better man.
1: Hello and welcome to Watching the Right Movies with Rinkowski Brothers, the podcast for people that are looking to branch out their movie taste. I'm Ben and this is my brother Nick.
0: Hey Benny, how's it going?
1: It's good, you know, it's good staying in my basement away from other humans,
0: but it's good. Uh, what else can we do these days? <laughs> Record a podcast. <laughs> well, yeah, besides that.
1: Although, again, we have been recording this virtually with each other well before
0: we, ha- or well before we
1: were quarantined. So
0: and we have been watching going. the right movies for a very long time. Also, plenty of wrong movies, but that's fine. Well, not, I mean, not today's. Oh, we the wrong movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I,
1: I seem to recall that you've seen Paul Blart numerous times.
0: Did you see the second one?
1: No, no one saw the second. Well, Paul I'm Blart, sure that
0: somebody saw but it. But you and your wife. I do not know <laughs> if I saw the second one or not. I cannot say with confidence. I know that I've seen. I cannot say. I do not recall. I, I sound like a politician okay. anyway, under oath, but I do not recall yeah, having yeah, seen or yeah, not seen that obviously. movie.
1: And if you inhale the Kevin James.
0: That's correct.
1: Uh, okay. Well, you've kind of <laughs> kind of squashed my intro, but... I'll do it uh, again. What, what I was going to ask you is, do you, and let's see if Paul Blart makes this list. Have you made... Like, have you seen movies that you have... And now that you've had one child with another on the way, that you're like, I can't wait to show this to my children.
0: There is And a that could be... You, very Either when you were
1: seeing it or now that you've had kids, yes. <laughs> I assumed you have a long list.
0: I think it would... Well, when the second I started thinking about having kids, what to watch with them mm-hmm. came to mind. And, you know, it's a tricky thing. Rocky has seen that. many movies... 'Cause we're now he at, at at just at two. He doesn't really watch movies on his own. Um, uh, you know, he can pay attention to a, a Daniel Tiger episode for twenty two minutes, but not a full you know, he'll watch a movie. He'll tell you he likes cars. Um uh, but it's yeah. it's not really the same type of thing. But at the same time, also if he watches, especially when he's younger, I would watch on parental leave, I'd watched Lawrence of Arabia, I watched uh, the Godfather, all three Godfathers actually uh, <clears throat> Gone with the Wind Just because I had a lot of time at home And w- when do you ever really have the excuse To go back and rewatch really long movies like that uh, You know, he d- he doesn't and pick you
1: subjected, up You subjected a one-year-old to Godfather 3
0: Well, it's not like I sat him down and said Okay, <laughs> this is where they tarnish their legacies Although I should be, to be fair yeah. It's a better movie than that It's a pretty good movie uh, godfather 3 it's just that the other two are really really great movies uh yeah. and it's not quite that good but um anyway uh it's you know so he's seen a lot of movies but of course he doesn't know that and i wouldn't even say at this point that he's really seen the children's movies that he has watched it's not like he can ask for things he does ask yeah. for elmo's world but that's that's it uh, but yeah, the list is on. We watched Paddington as a family, such as it is, and he got bored pretty quickly and started running around the room yeah. like anything else. And I didn't take that personally. But as you know, you know when he gets into the six and up range, when he really sort of sinks in, that's what I'm, I'm really looking forward to in terms of sharing movies. But I feel like that's Lucy in the football that I'm setting myself up for big-time disappointment. Uh, because, as you yep. know, our mother introduced <laughs> us to things too early or things <laughs> that she early, thought yeah. we were going to like. What'd you say?
1: Uh, wait, look, I still hate E.T.
0: Right. I know so that you. I have come, come around like on it. E.T. I, I, I cannot E.T. watch E.T. E.T. is I a great movie, terrified. but that's the famous case. There are two famous cases of mom showing us movies at the wrong time. Well, E.T. is one. Let's and clarify, the other?
1: famous within the Rinkowski family. Local hero?
0: Local hero, exactly. (laughs) Which we found to be stupefyingly boring, and it's a great movie too. Uh, But for, Uh, I don't know how young we were, (laughs) but too young for a fairly nuanced uh, movie about uh, (coughs) country folk in Scotland, you know, learning to sort of amend their ways. So it was, yeah, you, you can't make them like the things that you're going to like. Uh, but the right. list continues I, and I can't wait I to worry make them about. try. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, and because do I, I don't know what you would say. I feel like I don't I don't have like a list of man I can't wait to show the girls The Lion King. Yeah. Because I mean I do The Lion King's great. Like I it's great. Uh, but I guess I'm more excited to show them Back to the Future. <laughs> mm. uh, you know and just things when they get
0: you but know, will older. that? I mean, so we—you were born before Back to the Future came out. I was born the year. I mean, I'm basically a contemporary with Back to the Future, and it was one that of the—you had to watch it. It was first one of the, the the staples of the first or generation of VHS saturation. Yeah, you know, so the, it, its tapes got worn out, and it was you know with the godfather and star wars was part of a trilogy indiana jones Raider. uh that you couldn't I was, you got, yeah,
1: I was you got to have raiders of the lost right. ark in there yeah
0: uh that you had to watch but i don't know if it has that cultural cachet i i i, I feel like it they're going to miss the moment you're going to be disappointed on their reaction to to back to the future Benny i got to i got to warm you up for that
1: oh man i i vehemently disagree with that and I, uh, but I do think they will laugh. I do think they will laugh that Back to the Future 2 takes place in 2015, right. the year Felicity was born. Sure, <laughs> uh,
0: they may be pissed. Uh, Where's my frozen? Car? Where's my flying car and my, my Pizza Hut pizza that, that warms up in, in two seconds? Exactly. Uh, I don't know. I just feel like maybe the moment has passed. Back to the like, future. Like, because Liz, who oh, had never I... seen them growing up, and maybe this is the, the difference when yeah. I watch—I think we watched them together maybe ten years ago now—and I think she thought they were vaguely entertaining, but nothing more than that. And she should like Robert Zemeckis movies, considering uh, who framed Roger Rabbit is her, her all-time favorite movie. So I don't yeah. know. I mean, again, I think uh, this goes back to the point: your taste is not other people's taste, and even if you share well, exactly. genes with those people, <laughs> and I don't mean. The sisterhood of the traveling pants. I mean, just because you have passed on your jeans <laughs> to those people, um, <clears throat> that they'll they'll like what you like. I think about this with music all the time too. I mean, do you like jazz, oh, no, I... Ben? That's not like a, a a come on. I mean, Dad's favorite thing is jazz, yeah. <laughs> and I don't have any affection for jazz outside of it being my Dad's oh, I... favorite genre. Oh
1: no, I like jazz a lot.
0: Uh... All right. It's not like I dislike jazz. It's not like I roll my eyes at jazz. I'm just saying I'm not listening also, to jazz.
1: I, my my counter to you on that is that I had to pull weeds in the garden on Sunday, and I started playing 70s classic rock, and I told Julie, well, this is what I took weeds to. And she's like, really? I was like, well, in the Matt Rinkowski household we did, so this is what it's, I associate doing yard work with.
0: <laughs> it's interesting that you bring that up because yard work and gardening, which dad loves, I hate because we did so much of it. <laughs> well,
1: yeah. well, sure, but that's different than the music we listened to while we were doing it.
0: Yeah, it's true. It's true. But anyway, I think. So, yeah, I
1: listened to, I, I listened to Steely Dan and Pulled Some Weeds, and it was a good time.
0: <laughs> uh, that's, that is exactly what we did from 1991
1: to 1996. <laughs> uh, I guess by, to close that out before we get to this movie we're talking about, I more think I think about, like to us, I mean, I remember watching movies from the 60s and you're just like, this looks like a whole other era. This is too old. So what is a 60s movie going to look like to a child born in 2015? I mean, it's, also, like you said, Back to the Future is going to look like an old movie because it was made in 1985, right. which is 30 the 90s years before they are were going before. To look
0: old. I the nineties are going to be what the sixties nineties are right. to, to Felicity yeah. to your oldest daughter, what the sixties were to us, exactly. which like seemed dated. But like yet the, it's like the, the, here's where I think yeah. you're talking about Back to the Future. I'm thinking of, you know, some some movies, uh live action movies that I'd want to show my son. But I would say if you asked an eight-year-old, the last if you asked a a thirty-five-year-old, the last time they watched a movie from the thirties, they'd say, "I can't yeah. remember." But every kid watches *The Wizard right. of Oz*. I think you get a sense that it's older, I- and cartoons—I mean, do you- transcend
1: because you think you think our kids will watch *Wizard of Oz*. I mean, I probably will. Yeah, but- well,
0: I can't wait to show my kids *The Wizard of Oz*. Uh, but if not I *Wizard of Oz*, know. then *Snow White*. From 1937 or 30, yeah. uh, you know, uh, Pinocchio. Uh, even Looney Tunes from that era. Well, I remember being like, that yeah. looks, that doesn't look as good as Space Jam in terms mm-hmm. of the way it's it's yeah. rendered. <laughs> uh, I didn't care yeah. in the same way that you'll see adults now act like kids if you put on a movie that's in black and white and they're like, oh my God, what am I, you know, uh, they, it's like eating their vegetables. But for kids, a movie like that, Thief of Baghdad, uh, you know Fantasia. Uh, it may not be their all-time favorite thing, but it's, it, it they're not as discriminating in terms of it, that type of thing. You cannot, and I think this was, this does transition into our movie, which uh, we, which I think is great for kids, uh, but also doesn't date the fact, despite the fact that it's from the era you're we're talking about with Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh, uh, back to the future and all that uh is that they're not programmed to expect the same things from movies that we are in terms of plot, in terms of the way it looks. Uh, yeah. They are much more free to enjoy a movie uh that we are. It's one of the reasons why they're not necessarily that distinguishing for good or bad. you know, I think you take a kid to a movie and you tell him what do you think of it, and he says he loves it. Now he may never ask for that same movie again if it's brain dead, like despicable me or uh you know uh one of those little things called minions whatever uh which is designed to make you into an anti intellectual mush pile uh, you know but they they're they're not critical watchers. They're not saying, "Well, what didn't you know? They yes. didn't develop the plot, or it didn't, you uh, didn't do this, or it didn't look good, or didn't have it wasn't ex- as exciting as I thought that it should be." Uh, they're just there for the visceral enjoyment of it, which is a wonderful thing. Uh, but there yeah. are so few movies about- because movies are made by adults. There are so few that that tap into that sort of energy, especially feature length movies. Uh, yeah, and they still fall into a fairly predictable three-act structure. And that's what I think is so wonderful about today's movie.
1: All right, so let's talk about it. Let's talk about this visceral
0: experience. Today's movie, or the movie we watched this week anyway, is called My Neighbor Totoro from 1988, a Japanese animation movie directed by um, Miyazaki. Which I'm probably not saying any of that right, but uh, <clears throat> he's one of the... the the foremost artists at studio ghibli uh which is the disney equivalent uh of japan right, where uh, animated japan. movies are big big business much more than they are um here uh, i shouldn't say much more i mean i don't know
1: man what you say disney well i would say i mean disney owns the movies and yes a lot of that is marvel but a lot of that's also that any new Pixar movie makes a billion dollars. So I would say they're pretty big business in America. Yeah, but
0: you look at it even from year to year, the the Pixar entry makes a billion dollars. And yeah, the Shrek, uh, I mean, there are some franchises and a lot of that's happened in the last 15, 20 years. Um, But it's not 25% of the box office the way that it is in Japan or was uh, at Miyazaki's height. You know he's still making movies now. Actually, I don't know if he retired or not. Um, but anyway, he's still alive.
1: I think he retired, but now he's unretired or uh, okay. something.
0: He's, he, he pulled Jordan. Again. Yeah. Um, yes, I think. But he uh, and this is, in my opinion, his finest movie. Uh, you know, there are, he twenty years ago it would probably be a very unknown name. Um, but now I feel like Studio Ghibli and, uh, you know, Spirited Away, uh, uh, Princess Mononoke, uh, Kiki's Delivery Service, you know, there they are – because they're easy to find in a way that they weren't uh, when you had to rent things uh, – you know, he's a. I don't know if I. I don't know about a well-known name, uh, but you know, the it's it's not totally obscure. Billions of dollars of Totoro merchandise, by the way, gets sold every year. So it's it. Uh, you know, they're uh, they're not under the radar anymore. Ponyo was a, a pretty big hit here uh, when it came out ten years ago or so.
1: Yeah, and they all got redubbed, right? Like in the early 2000s.
0: Yeah, and that's a, what version did you watch? Uh,
1: the Fanning Sisters and Tim Daly. Yeah. Uh, uh, dubbed.
0: And I did the same. Although I, the first time I saw My Neighbor Totoro, I believe I watched it. This is not meant to be snobby. I didn't do this necessarily on purpose. But what? in the original Japanese. Uh, not really? Not that, not that I understand it. But I mean, it was subtitled. And I think they do. Oh, yes. I'm sure there are some things that get lost in the translation, but uh, I thought the performances yeah. were fine. In animation, dubbing makes more sense to me than it does in live action.
1: Yeah, because of the you don't need the the mouth. You can't really your brain can't quite put it together as long as it's close enough. It
0: Especially the Studio Ghibli mouths, which move in that yeah. In that non realistic way, anyway, expand in size and shape and all yeah. that kind of thing. Uh, but anyway, yep. it's a, uh, you know, I'm, this is usually the time where we re- retail the plot. Uh, but what's wonderful about My Neighbor Totoro, it's probably the greatest movie ever made about fantastical creatures in which very little happens. Uh, <laughs> it's a family. Uh, the mother is sick, and the father moves them into the country to be closer to the hospital where the mother is is staying. We don't know what she's sick of. I hasn't actually seen that sick, to be frank. Um, and
1: yes. <laughs> yes. It's very unclear what is wrong with her then. Right.
0: And, and, I, and the, this is not in contemporary times, probably somewhere in the 50s, I'd think. Um, and the, the kids love this old rickety house. Uh, and there's all kinds of creatures that live in the woods nearby and there's not really explained on whether or not the creatures are real if they're part of their imagination the parents uh, don't see them in the same way you know you've seen that kind of thing where you know the kids see it but the parents don't but that's not really apropos of anything it just is sort of what it is and it's sort of made up in little vignettes in which the two sisters Satsuki and Mei uh are exploring and find uh, these little sprites and then these little Totoro's, which is unclear whether or not Totoro is the name of the biggest Totoro or is the species of animal that is the Totoro. It doesn't really matter. There's a cat bus and they fly in the cat bus. (laughs) And it, it, it doesn't, what happens is totally besides the point. There's a little bit of drama on whether or not May is going to be found when she goes off missing briefly. Uh, that is sort of set up by a part in the middle in which they can't find her for like 0.2 seconds but then they do find her and it's totally fine everything's fine uh, the mother gets better and everyone <laughs> is not, That's not. I, I don't even care about spoilers because the mother gets better and of course the mother yeah. gets better so it's but it works on the level I did not watch it with my kids with my kid because he's two um, but I might it's, and I didn't have a good way to put it on the big screen TV for him um, uh, but I would be interested in playing it for him, uh, even at that age. Cause I think it's colorful enough. And since it doesn't matter that you're paying attention, uh, in the, in the same way that you need to, uh, it may be, you know, it may work for him. I don't know. It's what's wonderful about it. I came to it as an adult, but there are millions, I mean, literally millions of children who, uh, adults who grew up with it and now a new generation, who's who who watch it and find it to be just the most delightful, wonderful thing in the world did you watch it with your kids who are who are more in the demo uh oh yeah and
1: I would say eight is three, felicity's five, and I would say
0: yeah, still on the so, rough I mean edge. obviously
1: I think of them with with the two girls in this one, uh but they're not I would say eight is not. I shouldn't say she's not quite there, but as I said when we watch movies. Ada usually gets restless three quarters of the way through. Sure. Uh, no matter what it is, uh, but not necessarily uh, every time. Uh, and so I had I had gotten this on DVD uh, from the library and had it saved on my computer. With I've like been collecting just like Disney movies for the exact reason we can have movie nights with the girls, and uh, that's been going great. So I added this one. I hadn't seen it, but I got it because I knew it was the maybe the most kid-friendly of all the Studio Ghibli ones. Right. Uh, but I hadn't showed it to them yet because I, I have seen Spirited Away. That's the, I've seen Spirited Away because uh, we had a friend in L.A. that his friend was like was really into these movies and uh, told us to watch Spirited Away. And, of course, we saw it and we're like, well, that was weird. <laughs> uh, have you seen that
0: one? Oh, yeah. I've seen I, I'm not a Ghibli Obsessively fanatic <laughs> uh, but no. I've probably seen five or six uh between Miyazaki and um uh some of the other directors in that studio and I have seen Spirit of Away, which is often I mean is the Citizen Kane of the you know is often a, a default uh response to the finest movie from that studio and it's weird and uh um, is weird
1: uh, also also Prince Princess Mononoke I think sometimes gets that or this one, I think. The, I think those are the big three ones. Yeah. I would say, from my from an outsider's view, is the ones I feel that get mentioned the most.
0: And um, they're all very different.
1: Yes, and I haven't seen Princess and OK, which I have wanted to do for a long time. And like you said, I feel like you see these at movie theaters. They have like showings of the yeah. Studio Jubilee films in the before because times. You say it's the easy to get now. It's, was... not, it's not streaming.
0: No, yeah, yeah, it's we... hard to find them streaming.
1: But they're going to be on HBO Max apparently, so. Wow. Oh. People are excited about that.
0: <laughs> yeah, and in fact, in the before times when you could go to a theater, they were doing a series. Uh, a house yeah. here in Des Moines was doing a series of, of of Studio Ghibli movies, and I wanted to go, and then we all had to go inside. Uh, yeah, so I didn't. So I didn't know if this would be a little too scary for them or
1: what. Uh, but haven't seen it. I'm not. Sh- although kids get scared when you don't expect them to get scared, so I don't know. Uh, they might get scared by the. Uh, death sprites or
0: the yeah but uh, there's what i mean that's such a brief thing and then the dad says and the kids in the movie are scared briefly you know you, and then the dad tells him there's we no watched... reason to be i mean that's what i think that, that's what's so i don't no, know if th- it's intentional but so much of it plays with an adult's expectation of what we think a movie should be I mean, it feels yes. like an American horror movie for the first thirty minutes. Uh, you <laughs> yeah, know. so you're
1: like here we're setting up the the creaky old house, right? Completely isolated with weird stuff
0: happening, and then you know, <laughs> and then it gleefully the undercuts it by having the kids find the hauntedness of it. You know, encouraged by their dad, who's like, "Oh, I've always wanted to live in a, a haunted house." You know,
1: yeah, and then they start laughing. I mean, the laughing away the, the fear is good,
0: right? Uh, uh, and then, you, you you know, with the mother's illness, there is that element of, okay, well, maybe she's, you know, not going to make it. But it's not that type of A, not only because that also is fairly a staple of animated movies in this country, um, the loss of a yes, parent. Yes, the
1: mom always dies. Oh, right. I thought for sure that mom was going to die. <laughs> I mean, like, 100% she was a goner. There's, I was like, she's definitely going
0: to die. But it's but she doesn't. And it's not that type of, it would be totally, yeah. totally inconsistent. Because there, and then even you, you know you, when Mae first discovers the big Totoro, yeah. something about it relays to her that it's safe, despite the fact that it could squash her. To say nothing of crunch her bones and its big teeth, uh, should it want to. Uh, and so I and I think it works on that level. Is this is this sort of gentle stakes free. Experience playtime, sort of imagination fest. Uh, Again, I uh, no uh,
1: imagination fest is very is a very good way to put it. And and I mean I love the like the sounds of summer. You know, it just feels like summer as a kid. Uh, And you know, I'm sure for you too. Like you know, the two sisters, like it's just like you and me, making up our own stories all the time in the backyard. I mean, it definitely you know it feels like real childhood as opposed to you know, made up, oh, look, all the kids are geniuses or, you know, that are in like movies today kind of sometimes, you know, like they don't get childhood right. Like this feels like childhood, which is pretty
0: cool. Right. They're in, yeah, there's no, and this is not really slagging those movies, but there's no, it's not a band, yeah. you know, something extraordinary doesn't happen to them. I mean, something extraordinary does happen to them, but then they had to band together and become little adults, heroes, heroes in the adult mold. Uh, you know, there's very little separating uh the avengers from the the students at hogwarts frankly uh yeah. in terms of their abilities and you know their their capacity for keeping it together despite the fact that adults are trying to murder them like all the time uh at that point there's no difference between third year harry potter and and captain america uh but these are not that they couldn't handle that situation but uh Oh, well, no. They probably couldn't. In the same way that a 11 year old <laughs> or a 12 year old, or however Harry is in his third year, would, even if he had survived two harrowing ordeals with the most evil wizard of all time, would still probably be pretty freaked out about it. Re- actually request not to go back to that very dangerous school. But that's nothing here or there. Uh, yeah,
1: well, I didn't realize we we're going to have a Harry Potter tangent today. Well,
0: but, I could. Uh, I mean, and I love those books and those movies. I'm saying that they're not. Uh, it's interesting to call Totoro realistic when there's a freaking cat bus and uh, yeah. you know uh, you know an eight foot why rabbit owl why thing. does the cat
1: why, why does the cat bus have eighteen legs or however many right like, that I don't only know has that four legs. a, a bus a bus only has four wheels why does the cat bus get all the <laughs> but let's be real those legs are adorable <laughs> oh everything's about it wait
0: well, it opens yeah. up I mean it's just anyway I, my point is that they yeah. they they're real kids. Uh, that's my. Yes. my kids a are definitely real. If I have a problem with kids' movies, it's too often they are just there. Uh, there's no separation between children and adults, and there clearly is here, but not in a traditional way. Of kids get it, and their innocence allows them to see things that are fun, and adults don't. The parents are very responsive and uh, you know uh, encouraging uh but you know, it's just not the same they don't have the same relationship with with these creatures or they uh, and I also like the you know it's hinted at certain things um you know you get the the scared boy uh, in the neighborhood who's like you're living in a haunted yeah. house uh you know he, you see a little bit of their his family you see some of the other you know the teachers in the school, but it's not really about any of that you you can add adult themes to it. Maybe the Totoro's and the magic sprites are a part of their imagination while they're coping with the illness of their mother. And that may be, that may be there, but it's not in the same way that say Pan's Labyrinth, which is a very different movie, uh, but, but has that sort of message uh, is, you know.
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess I definitely took it as, you know, this land of imagination and magic as yeah I mean as like as kind of kids you know them learning about fear and how to deal with fear uh was kind of what I was uh because yeah the, right and, and you're right I think the weirdest thing is that like the dad is like if this was an American movie the dad would say you're got you kids what are you talking about like right. at all points the dad is like yeah that is magic and yeah the Totoro let's go find the to like at no point does he say that's not real,
0: and it, he uh-huh. even I'd, probably creates cool. the 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 rules of the universe by saying that it's the woodland sprites, and they only show themselves when they want to, and that's why I mean that's not only is economical parenting and how to deal with one kid who got to see the magical Totoro and another kid who didn't, uh, but is yeah. is probably more <laughs> likely than what his American equivalent, which would be a workaholic. It would be like there's no such thing as magic and would have to right. w- and the the drama of the movie would be the kids fixing that for him you know in a in a Mary poppins type of way which again is not necessarily a, a it's not a critique uh movies should by and large i think should have plots uh but it it, it just more pointing out how unusual this one is and how what a risk it right, is I would it say
1: the, the, the plot doesn't show up the plot doesn't show up until about 15 minutes with left in the movie
0: right and even then it's happened, like what are the stakes i mean i get the stakes i guess are t- kind of high if you really believe that i don't know the, they weren't to find gonna f- May. i mean yeah but it were did you ever feel any real danger that that wasn't going to happen
1: I don't know. I yeah, mean I, I think so, But I'd certainly like I said, I certainly felt the mom was gonna die.
0: Yeah. So and, I mean And Liz was concerned about that too. In which case I was like and oh, I could God. not remember for a hundred percent that she didn't. And to your point, having watched <laughs> yeah. Spirited Away, there probably was legitimate concern that things could get weird and um yes. and macabre quickly. Uh yeah, what well,
1: it doesn't. Yeah. It was- I mean, as we said, Disney and Pixar's favorite plot device is the mom dying. I mean, for sure, like, that but that happens, usually doesn't happen at the end of the movie, so it was going right. to that would have been real rough. So I'm I'm glad that didn't happen. No, and it doesn't. So, and I think I've we've talked about this before. You really don't even care about discussions about well, was this real or was it not, or you know, that's not your.
0: Oh, I don't care. You don't really care. None of it's uh, real. So it's drawings about, on I can't a can't piece wait, of paper. I can't, w-
1: I can't wait till we talk about Blade Runner, by the way. <laughs> it's um, going to be great.
0: <laughs> well, I, I just don't understand that conversation. It's as, it's as real as you wanted to be, buddy. These are drawings on paper flipped over and over again to, <laughs> to create motion. So it's as real as that is. I mean, what difference Because your it point make? is that
1: none of it's real. You're just an anarchist. It's all fake anyway because it's a movie.
0: Well, that, I, uh-huh. I, Again, if you want it to be – my point is there's no answer. There's no – it's not a – it's totally interpretive. So uh,
1: – I don't know. They made it all the way to the hospital and gave her the piece of core, and So to me that means it's real. Sure.
0: Great. I agree uh-huh. then. You've convinced me.
1: <laughs> but I just, so I'd like to be on record that that, that, that is not how trees work. They – you don't plant a garden of trees that then all grow into one huge tree.
0: Well, all right, then it's
1: not real. Like, what do you want from me? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, of course, this is what Julie gets mad at me. He's like, it's magic. I'm like, yeah, but the magic needs to work in a regular <laughs> way. And it can't make the, these trees that all become a big tree. that then it's gone the next day. That bothered me.
0: <laughs> all right, well. <laughs> the, the tree. <laughs> write a letter. Take it up with them. Um, I just, I uh, mean, speaking of it, the way it looks. Regardless of real or not, I mean the, the design of the characters is great. The design of the creatures is great. Totoro at this point is fairly iconic as a as a shape. um And yeah, I mean Totoro is
1: really the Studio Ghibli Mickey Mouse. I mean,
0: oh sure, I think that's, I think that's he's,
1: apt. He's in the logo, like you said. They sell merchandise of him, and and I'd say it's a little different. than I mean, Mickey Mouse, you know, no one's, you know. He wasn't in some classic. You know, he was in Steamboat Willie. You yeah. know, he wasn't in a full length classic to start out. Like this is a you know, full length classic. Though again, the main Totoro is honestly not in it very much.
0: No, uh, and he has no personality. Like, and he's also there's no way well, Disney would be confident enough to be like, all right, our our main character is yeah. only going to bellow like some sort of manatee. <laughs> I don't know, Wally, man. Wally never talks. I, but Wally's he's, he's not Mickey Mouse. Is my point? Yes. <laughs> uh, I uh, yeah. I think that's uh, I think that's a, a fair assessment. Uh, but also, you, I mean, yeah. But you everything's hand drawn, and also I think it's oh, not a coincidence. It's so beautiful that the rise of Studio Ghibli coincided with a rare weak point at Disney globally. Uh, where right? B-
1: uh, I mean,
0: but it, I didn't. I don't feel like, dude. I guess
1: if you you're saying when it because, dude, this was in what is it? 89? 88? 88, 88, Yeah, this movie. Yeah, uh, and that was definitely a weak time. But that was also right before
0: right before the, the next the Renaissance. Age. Oh yeah, I, uh,
1: yeah. Uh, but I'm saying, but I feel like I don't feel these movies really became big until ironically Disney yeah, did them. the new dubs yeah Cause they, but I think and you can complain about Disney but I feel like that actually I feel like it was more like the mid 2000s that these came more pop, hmm. and got the popularity which actually would be a kind of weak time for Disney although strong for Pixar but
0: right uh, yeah i yeah, and listen, Disney's fun to complain about. They are also, and as we will discuss when I get to my my top, or when we discuss the greatest animated movies of all time, if you're not discussing Disney in that conversation, you're doing something wrong. Yes, they um, they are fun to poke the bear because of how
1: well because they of, also make the best stuff. They do in they terms they, of they American. Do. I'm, I'm I not, mean, they, they just do.
0: I'm not a yeah. snob enough to to. <laughs> to try to sell that Disney does not have a near hegemony hegemony in uh, American animated movies in terms of quality.
1: No, because you mentioned a movie, you were even more in kind of movie that I was going to mention of anything in America besides Disney is just trying to make the next minions or right. like just, you know, make something that's adorable, that's fluff. And look, as you like, that is not a problem if kids love the Minions and kids love Sing, or even if parents like to watch Sing. But to ca- act like I cared about Matthew McConaughey's character in Sing, I did not. I just enjoyed watching ki- watching animated uh, animals sing pop songs. Like that is what that that movie's about. Like there's no real movie there, and there's no heart. And I don't care about anything.
0: <laughs> Disney uh, works. Whereas I, you know, despite whereas I
1: care about the. Right. You know, all I care about all the emotions in inside out. Like I care about a freaking robot, two robots in Wall-E. Like,
0: what they uh, do, and I
1: care about, and I care about the the girls in Totoro. <laughs>
0: Correct. So what? What's again? I don't know why this is so difficult, but Disney, which hawkishly protects its legacy because it has a yes. legacy to protect, the Imagination Studios, exactly. the DreamWorks Animation which are usually pop culture heavy, fairly yeah. mindless, um, you know, let's get a basketball star to voice one of the characters for absolutely no reason. Uh, and with a pearl
1: the animations the animations very impressive. I mean, sure, they can make things that look as good. <laughs>
0: I, I'm not saying they can't, but I'm saying oh. yeah. What is there, how Pixar in particular, of of late, but Disney too, finds a way of illustrating really difficult moral concepts uh, that are simple enough for a child to understand, but are very difficult even for adults to master, is what's so impressive. You know, I saw that Littlefoot, because it was on TV. Yeah. I saw the last half of it, and it just, I, which I guess is a, my disclaimer that I can't. This is not a full review because I didn't see the first half of the movie. But the yeah. the lesson <laughs> is that distrust is bad, and that tradition can change because tradition should change if it means every you know if you let go of your distrust of people, uh, which is a well worn not not to say that it's not a valuable um, thing to to learn, but uh, yeah, you know is is pretty cliche at this point point. Uh, and how the, the, the sea change you mentioned Inside Out between a movie like Littlefoot and Inside Out which also has celebrity casting but it's not about uh, ooh we've got Amy Poehler it's that she works in that part really really well in a way that I'm not sure that common uh, as talented as he is as the, as the, the elder Bigfoot uh you know makes as much sense and that the inside out concept which is really sophisticated but also simple enough for for a child uh and they do that every time out of the out of the gate uh coco's great uh, we'll talk about up later except as it for, ex- ends up on my list except I mean, for cars
1: by the way I, I feel like cars is pixar's one and only like we're just going to make a movie for kids and not coincidentally also make Gobs of money so and is probably money. their biggest. I mean, every every kid has Lightning Mc every every little boy has Lightning McQueen backpack or and Rocky uh, he doesn't have like, his
0: own stuff really, but Rocky's in line for that. Right. He loves cars. Give me the beep beeps. I want beep I mean, beeps. Uh, and yeah, but even they, I don't know. There's a certain level. The cars is still better. It's still better than Despicable Me. That's precisely is what I'm saying. Is I and I don't know how they do that alchemy <laughs> and they they take risks too. Cars 2, which now that I've become a freaking expert on these Cars movies, because I've seen them a billion times, (laughs) but Cars 2 is a huge departure. Uh,
1: Right. People didn't like it, right? I mean, I didn't see any. I saw the first one. (laughs)
0: Uh, Well, and then Cars 3 is more of a a safe return to normalcy. But even then, again, it's not quite... There's just a little bit extra there. Uh, And I think Studio Ghibli does the same thing. Those are really the only two... um, uh, Animation houses, you know, I just I know they made a ton of money and they have their partisans. But if if Back to the Future is on your list and you can't wait to show your kids, and they may think, uh, yeah. you know, it's dated or it doesn't speak to them, I don't see any chance of Shrek speaking to oh, kids no, going forward. No, no kids
1: gonna want. To, and I have no intentions of showing my kids Shrek. I hate Shrek. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I, I really dislike it. Uh, but I guess, but the one thing though, I will say, I feel like studio, G- studio Ghibli is for, it's for kids and adults. And I feel like it's what it does even, even better than Pixar, I think. And the best Disney movies. Like, I feel like it really is not talking down to the kids in any way.
0: No, at all. It is
1: like, a, a, it's like saying a kid can handle this rambling artistic movie that has no real plot. And I'm just going to trust that. Uh, Whereas you know Disney or Pixar movies, well, a kid can't. A kid needs a pot, plot, and a kid needs an Olaf. Yeah, you know, like they throw things that are obviously just for the kid to get them through the big story. Whereas this is like, yeah, I mean, like again, if Disney made Totoro, Totoro he would have a cute voice, you know, and a catchphrase, or one of the uh, little of Totoros just, instead of would just be barking, <laughs> yeah, one of the
0: exactly guide. <laughs> And there yeah. would be more heartstrings. We'd know what's wrong. We if we, we might not find out what's wrong with the mom, but there'd be a, a more drama on. She's coming home on Thursday, we, we, but then on Tuesday she has a relapse. Yeah. Uh, that kind of thing. And I'm not saying that that is, is be even, bad, but it's not necessary. Yeah.
1: No, but that that. Yeah. So I just think this is. Uh, I like watching. Like I liked watching *Spirit Away*. I like watching *Totoro*. I've watched. Uh I watched Acura. Have you seen that one? I,
0: not, I haven't seen it, but I know it's, it's cheaply, but
1: it's Yeah. And it gets real weird. Sure. Uh I enjoy watching like these, you know, pillars of Japanese culture. I get a lot out of them just because I just they are like they're so close, but they're also so different from Correct. like Western stuff that just makes it fun. Uh and like I said, they're like, they are, they get weird.
0: <laughs> but that's not uh, to say that there ways. aren't uh, moments of fun. tension is <laughs> one last thing on this. in in Totoro, yeah. it's just very childlike tension when they're waiting for their dad's bus, yeah. that's a very real, yeah. I'm not saying it's like the height of suspense, but there is an element, there's yep. an edge there that exists for kids when your parents aren't exactly on time or whatever. Uh, and, yes, <laughs> It just isn't it just isn't rung for every drop
1: exploited yeah, exactly yeah, it just says this is like this is just what it is uh this is what childhood is like. you have all these little moments, but they don't mean the world necessarily like, right even the kids move on yeah
0: uh all right, so was this a right movie wrong movie I think this is a a very very right movie uh for kids in particular, <laughs> I think there's a lot for I guess what I'm saying is, unlike a lot of the movies we watch on this show, I don't know if I'd recommend a this to a 22-year-old no. without kids. Uh, uh, because even And I remember, it had been years since I'd oh, watched I watched so. it. And I watched it with my wife in that opening sequence, which is really kiddy, almost like... Uh, when I say opening sequence, I mean like the title sequence with the with the, oh, with, the yeah. <laughs> with the song yes. and all that kind of thing. Yes. I do remember being like, oh, I forgot i eh, this is um it it feels way younger uh, i i it's hard for me to go back to what I liked about it when i when I saw it when I was twenty eight or nine. Uh, for the first time and i was watching it from a i've heard this is a great movie i'm a movie watcher yeah. perspective uh, but at this time i was almost exclusively watching it as a parent calling for content uh yeah. you know for for my kid and in that regard there was a, a, a lot of joy uh, yeah
1: i know i think it's definitely the right movie and i'm gonna i will i think i do uh, maybe i have to give an update on a our next recording, if I ever if I show it to the girls on how it went over with a uh, three-year-old and a five-year-old. Sure. Because uh, I, yeah, I definitely think they enjoy it. And again, it's one that parents can enjoy. But yes, I would think, it seems to me if you're an adult, you would, that's looking for something more adult. Certainly Princess Mononoke is very adult. Yeah. And Spirit Away is also much less kiddy than this one. Uh, so you could check those out too. Uh, all right, Nick. So what's your top five Animated movies.
0: Well, is um, number five is Totoro. Um, I, mean, I think we've talked about that at some point, uh, at some length. Today. So this is your
1: favorite. Is this your or are you going? I guess I shouldn't spoil. Are you going to have another Studio Ghibli on this list? You will
0: list? certainly find out. Uh, okay. Four is Up, right. <laughs> which is my favorite of the of the the Pixar movies. Okay. Um, although I. It's been a while since I've seen it. so I it may be especially since we're all at home and everybody's got Disney plus, it may be worth um, relooking yeah. at it because again, i I can't talk enough about how much I think Coco is great and Wally is great. Yeah. Um, you know it, anyway uh, they they all yeah. definitely uh, have their high points, but mm-hmm. I remember really being floored by up. Uh, the first couple times I saw it, uh, number three is Grave of the Fireflies, a, a different uh-huh. uh, Studio Ghibli um, production yep. uh, by Takahata, uh, not Miyazaki, uh, and it also about children, but it wouldn't unlike Totoro would be closer to uh, more like a Princess Mononoke. Uh, it's mm-hmm. about the Second World War. It's often been called Japanese the, the Japanese Schindler's List, which is something that you don't really hear a lot about American animated movies. Uh, right. <laughs> no. There again, it, it. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I'd show them Totoro first would be my would be my advice yes. there. <laughs> uh, but it's a great movie, and uh, you know, really shows, in my opinion, what animation can can handle. Uh, bigger, larger questions like that. Uh, Number two is The Lion King, the best of the second uh, golden age. Uh, As you know, Benny, Little Mermaid was my favorite when we were kids. Uh, If I recall, did you really like Beauty and the Beast?
1: Uh, It's interesting you say that. Uh, Again, I mean, we loved, I remember we both loved, uh, I had a birthday party about Rescuers Down Under. Oh, we loved Rescuers Down Under. easily the most, which is by far the most forgotten because it went Little Mermaid, Rescuers Down Under,
0: uh, been Aladdin, Beauty, the Beast, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Aladdin,
1: Aladdin uh, and Lion King. Yeah, Beauty the Beast, Aladdin, L- Lion King, which yeah. is it's a, a freaking heck of a right run, there. by the way. <laughs> uh, and then Pocahontas. Which now you're missing. I feel like you uh, and I like
0: Hunchback Notre Dame is in there, and I think Hunchback Notre Dame is great. Yes. Is in between but Lion see, King and uh Pocahontas, which I had not seen until the last oh, four months, and it's not very good. Which one
1: is? It? Oh, I've uh, well. See, you and I like. I think we were peak Like we peaked after Lion King, and I just wasn't into it. And I was.
0: There was a period you know, too old for Pocahontas. I'd say probably I was sixth for, grade. I was too old for Hunchback. Yeah, sixth no. grade to ninth grade, where it was uncool to see an animated movie, and then it became oh, it kind be of cool ironically as a, as a cool way to watch
1: Pocahontas. Yeah, I was yeah. no way I was going to be caught dead
0: <laughs> watching Pocahontas. Uh,
1: whereas I have friends three three like guys that are three years younger than me freaking love Mulan right. I think Mulan's amazing and, and, I saw,
0: uh, and, I've, uh,
1: and I'm not insulting that I just no, wasn't right know, age you, to watch that's Mulan
0: a, three years is a huge <laughs> difference for a kid I mean we're members of the same generation but that's a giant difference it's the difference between Ren and Stimpy and, and Spongebob Squarepants which <laughs> I know nothing about uh, I miss that right, completely uh,
1: so I did just wa- we just watched Beauty and the Geese with the girls which was the first time I'd seen it in 20 years and I will tell you, it is a
0: good movie. Okay, well, I, it, it's been a uh, long time for me too. It's Liz's favorite, but uh, yeah. it's been a while since I watched it. But Lion King, it, clearly my favorite. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, Lion King's great. The the it's not only a, a very good movie about singing and talking lions. It's a fairly yeah. strangely faithful Hamlet adaptation. Hamlet. Yeah. If you and <laughs> really I don't say is. strangely in that, it's my point is if you. It, if you said I'm going to remake Hamlet with singing lions in which everyone lives in the end, <laughs> yeah. it would seem like it wouldn't be faithful. But if you think of yeah. <laughs> Hamlet as being a story about inactivity, inaction, uh, and the the sins of inaction, it it it, it sells that lesson very nicely. And then number one, which I, if the amount of fuzz I get from you is even a tenth of the amount of fuzz I get from my wife um, for praising this movie, which I do endlessly, Uh, we may talk for another half an hour. But uh, it's Pinocchio. I love Pinocchio. I can't get enough Pinocchio. I friggin' think it's amazing.
1: Look, I'm not gonna give you anything. I I haven't just because I haven't seen it enough. I I also have that on. On the hard drive to watch with the girls, I'm. Just, I am very worried they're going to get terrified by the. By oh, the, whale. the
0: land of the, uh, <laughs> the what is it? The the, the naughty children. Um, yeah, it's yeah, i uh, I'm. It is it is the no. ultimate, and you wouldn't talk about taking kids seriously. There's there's a lot of plot there, but it's also just throws you right into the deep end, and there's a giant whale on that deep end, and it may swallow you whole. You know, um, and I think that. Uh, but I remember being—I remember being, fr- I remember being yeah. frightened in a very real way about that island of naughty children. Yeah, um, yeah. about going to it. Going to being it. sent there. Uh, although it didn't change my behavior, yeah. tellingly. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, I don't remember being scarred by it like we were by ET, which really did frighten us. The yeah. the, 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 oh. the 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 FBI, the the government people coming into the house was so yeah. scary. Yeah. Um in a way that we just we couldn't continue, whereas I wanted to continue with Pinocchio and still do to this day. But you can feel the joy of the animators. They had just made Snow White, and that had been such an arduous process in which nobody knew if it was going to be a success or not. Then it was. Uh, Sergei Eisenstein, is one of the great Russian directors, would quibble with my entire list because I didn't include Snow White, which he said was the greatest movie ever made, of any kind, animated yeah. or otherwise. Uh, but then in Pinocchio, they they know they can do it. They have all the confidence in the world, and it just radiates in every frame. Um, it's a it's a great great movie.
1: Hey, I'll give it to you again. I haven't I haven't seen it recently enough to refute you. <laughs> okay, uh, and so, I should watch it again right. too because
0: it has been a long time for me as well. But uh, now that we are home and we have kids and we gotta you know avoid talking to them in one way or another, these are all great suggestions. <laughs> Uh, during let's, this time let's, for, let's force our childhood upon them That's right, like all good parents do <laughs>
1: alright uh, well this was a good childish episode as always uh, so yeah thanks for joining us thanks Nick uh, you can contact us I've for, been forgetting to mention that at watchingtherightmovies at gmail.com uh, or put comments I think in however way you can do that on podcasts because we'd love to hear from you uh, and hear what your favorite Disney movie is alright and see you next time. Take care, Benny.
0: I do wish we could chat longer, but I'm having an old friend. But.